Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. I'm still Jen. Always Jen. How's it going? It's going well. I'm like very, very excited about today's interview and podcast. Well, we have a couple of gals who I think if you don't know them already, you're really going to like them because they are kind of kindred spirits who we'd never actually like met online before, like, you know, Zoom era, whatever. But I felt like it was like a little bit of a meeting of the minds. We are talking about the girls from Los Angeles. Our West Coast brethren or sistren. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We we've wanted to get together with them for a while and do a special show. And it feels right right now. It's holiday time, a little self-reflection at the end of the mm-hmm. year, right? Yeah. So um should I should I fill them should I fill people in on yeah, who they yeah, are? Yeah. Okay. So Gloss Angeles, as we said, a fab beauty podcast. Um, and they started it in the summer of 2019. 
the two hosts. Kirby Johnson is a host producer. She's a journalist. A lot of her career at Pop Sugar. She'll tell you about that. She's also written for Allure, Glamour, The Hollywood Reporter. Um, I also learned she has just written a scripted TV series. Good luck to you with that, Kirby. And then we have Sarah Tan, a beauty, fashion, wellness writer and editor, most recently at Bustle. And she, we both talked we talk to them a little bit about their career, so you'll get more details on that. She also contributes to publications like Allure, InStyle, People, Parents, Brides, Women's Health, um, and she's a new mom, like Jess. I feel like you guys are—I mean, her baby's like, what, one month, two months now? But, baby's really little. Yeah, but she found time for us. They both found time for us. We're so excited to bring them on the show. Um, let's welcome the ladies of Los Angeles. Okay, so we're here with the West Coast version of us. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> That's basically how we, we pitch ourselves. We're the West Coast version of you guys, so. We'll take it. We'll take it. So this is Gloss Angeles. Kirby and Sarah here. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you. It's an honor and a privilege. We're giddy. We're yeah. giddy. This has been a long time coming. I know, and we wanted to sort of talk about self-care, and then I was like, is that so cliche because they're West Coast? But as beauty editors like us, this is something in your wheelhouse as well. So before we get into our whole little chat, let's find, let's share you with our audience. Can you tell us how you got your jobs in beauty journalism? Kirby, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. So I actually, um, I my goal in life is to be a television host. Um, I grew up with a mother that was a cosmetologist. So I became obsessed with beauty at a very young age. Um, I still have very, very old um, editions of Allure magazine in storage in Texas somewhere. And growing up, I worked at a tanning salon. I know, I know. We have, <laughs> we have since reformed. Um, but when I first moved out to LA, I was an airbrush tanner and I had that as a side job while I was working to be an on-camera uh, television presenter. And I just happened to start writing about beauty on my blog and from there got these freelance gigs at like FabFitFun when Juliana Rancic was still associated with it. And then was the West Coast um, Spa and Salon Examiner. If you guys are familiar with that site, it's now defunct. But mm -hmm. I was going around LA trying treatments and, um, you know, getting into salons and trying hair treatments and reporting on them. And then I found this audition at Pop Sugar. And it was, it was, you usually don't audition to become a beauty editor, but they were looking for an on-camera beauty expert that had a journalism degree uh, that was good on camera and really passionate about beauty products. And so I went in and I went through a three-audition process, and that was in 2011. And I got the job in December 2011. And then I left the company uh, July of 2019. So the bulk of my beauty reporting career was at Pop Sugar. That's interesting that they um, were looking for on-air on, on talent that had a journalism degree. That is reassuring. Yes. <laughs> yes. They didn't want anybody to... They, they, I don't think they were looking for like a YouTube, you know, beauty tutorialist to come in and, and do that. They really wanted somebody that had like an expertise that could report on things like skincare and, and things like that without it, you know, being gimmicky. Um, yeah. That's that what I some... mean, yeah, and and I don't say that to discourage anyone that doesn't have. Um, I don't that the way I said that um, could be taken as like, oh, do you know, you don't. Do you need a journalism degree? Do you need to go to college? No, that's that's certainly not what I mean. Totally. Um, but what I mean is um, that I like that, that you needed to have some chops, and that it wasn't just about. Um, look what I got sent for free. You know, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sarah and I talk about that a lot, how we feel like a lot of times people see the glamorous side of beauty editing and you get all these this free product and it's like, I get free product, but, you know, we're skeptics just like you two. And mm. we, you know, want to know what works, what doesn't. Is it worth the price point? And I think the reason why Pop Sugar really was looking for a journalist was um, because I was also writing my own scripts and doing my own research for the videos that I was producing. So mm -hmm. it was important that they had that element there as well. Right. That's yeah. really interesting. 
What about you, Sarah? How'd you get into this crazy world? Yeah, so I always knew I wanted to be an editorial in some capacity. Um, I, when I was, you know, in high school, I it was my dream job to work for like Cosmo Girl or Seventeen. Like I wanted to be like Atusa Rubenstein. She was my idol. Um, and then I, you know, went to college, studied communications and professional writing, and then thought maybe I wanted to be like a hard news journalist. And then tried to do that. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you are a hard news journalist. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I was like going to court and like, you know, covering fires and stuff. And I was like, nah, this is a little hard. Okay. And I don't, I don't know about this. Um, I was like, I think I might go, I might like enjoy the lifestyle side of the jur- journalism writing. So um, my first job out of college was at Tiger Beat Magazine. Um, and I, so it was teen entertainment it. and it was, you know, Kirby's heard this story a million times, but it was like the heyday of like Justin Bieber and, you know, High School Musical, Selena Gomez. And um, so I was like their first web editor. I was known as like blog girl because they had like, you know, had print <laughs> magazines all this time. And they were like, oh, this this young girl out of college, she can like start a website for us. So like blog girl. I ran their Twitter. I made their YouTube videos. Um, I would like, you know, just go around to all these photo shoots with like Justin Bieber and like the, the, the cast of Twilight, um, which was like so fun for me. But also it was just, it, it was, it felt weird to like ask Justin Bieber at 16, like, what's, what do you look for in a girl? Like, what's your, you know, (laughs) just like, like, I was like, this is, it was super fun. I learned a lot. Um, and then I, um, basically realized that like, I really wanted to go into fashion or beauty writing. And, um, I had a couple other jobs in between, but eventually I went freelance, um, just so that I could build my portfolio. And one of those freelance gigs was for Bustle. And it was right when they started and they were looking for just anyone who was passionate about fashion and beauty writing. And so I started freelancing for them right when they started and then eventually signed on to be their West Coast editor. Um, and like Kirby uh, has, was, you know, spent a majority of her beauty reporting career at Bob Sugar. I was her counterpart uh, at Bustle. So you could say that we should have been, we were frenemies in the work, in the work industry because, you know, fighting for exclusives, just kidding. Yes. Oh, but in the beauty <laughs> in world, a, there's like, it's not like that guy at, at all. all. Maybe our, maybe our bosses thought that, but like yeah. Sarah yeah. and I would see each other and be like, hey girl. Yeah. Like, best I mean, that's how Los Angeles started is because we were like spending so much of our friendship just talking about, you know, the events that we were going to and like, you know, if Kirby would get a tip of like, you know, she got invited to this event and I didn't get it, then I would like email the publicist and stuff. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, and I, I, I grew up with two very, <laughs> I want I don't want to call them vain, but they, you know, my mother is like queen of like beauty and makeup. She used to be like, you know, uh, in beauty pageants in the Philippines. And so she's like, you know, I grew up very much like, uh, just, watched her do her makeup and you know same with my dad he like went to get his eyebrows microbladed in in the Philippines a few years ago like they're like yeah yes (laughs) they're like we're all we're a beauty family um and so it's always been you know in me and I yeah I just feel so lucky that I get to do it and yeah so lucky that uh, I found Kirby and people actually listen to us so So you guys, okay, so you guys came, you guys were friends, you know, like on the beauty scene, texting each other, like about events that, you know, you got invited to. When did you guys like decide to start your podcast? And for those listening who are saying, okay, like, you know, they have this podcast, Los Angeles, but they're not quite sure like what, what it is. Can you give us kind of like that, that summary? What is Los Angeles? Sarah, do you want to take it? No, I like your pitch better. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, I quit my job, basically, and was like, I'm starting a podcast. So, like I mentioned— Did you quit your job because you wanted to start the podcast? Or did you, like, quit your job and then you're like, oh, what do I do? Okay, I'm going to start this thing. No, I quit my job, and I had been wanting to start a podcast. I initially thought I was going to have my own podcast, like, a year before this, but I didn't have the time. And— 
Sarah and I were just constantly talking about like beauty headlines and things that people were discussing online. And we would send emails about it and text each other and DM Mm -hmm. each other, like all of these things. And we were like, why aren't we turning this into something? Um, I just also was, I was under contract at Pop Sugar, a talent contract. So like anything that I created there would have been theirs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is something that I'm really not willing to negotiate on. So we waited. And then when they came to me and said, do you want to renew your contract for the next two years? I decided I was going to step away. So I knew that in like February, March, right, Sarah? And March of which year? Like 2019. 2019. Okay. And then- met or not met Sarah. Then I told Sarah I was leaving and she was like, it's podcast time. So (laughs) basically in, you know, the last couple of months of me being at Pop Sugar, we started to put everything in place. And then when I left, we launched in July of 2019, which is when I left the company and Gloss Angeles for people who are not sure, you know, what we are. Cause we don't have like, we have like gloss in the name, but that could not necessarily mean beauty. It is a beauty podcast, a beauty and wellness podcast with a West Coast point of view. So we do talk a lot about celebrity. We do talk, we like to pull the curtain back on like what people think about celebrity beauty. I mean, everybody says they're drinking a gallon of water a day and have this immaculate skin. And we're kind of like, no, no, no. Like this is like the insider scoop of what's really going on here. Mm-hmm. Um And we like to call ourselves an edutainment podcast. Like we want people to be entertained, laugh, you know, that we're real people. But at the same time, like we both aren't just saying stuff just to say it or because we have an opinion on it. Like our opinions are informed by our backgrounds and, you know, working with these brands and knowing a lot about makeup history and skincare and things like that. Right. And then you do have guests too on, on the show too, right? Yeah, so we have guests. Who have been we, some, like, goodies? Like, who have been, like, your favorites? Ooh. Sarah? So did you guys who, say that you also had the sleep doctor on your podcast? Yeah, Dr. Bruce. Yeah. Yes, Dr. so Michael he was, Bruce. like, one of our— well, I, I'm speaking for Kirby. One of our favorite guests. Um, we learned yep. so much. And I think that, to this day, that's our most listened to episode. Correct, Kirby? Oh, yeah, interesting. that's our most listened to episode. I we loved him. We interviewed him. It's all, it's been a year. Yeah, last November we went to Hastings, which is like this super bougie mattress. Yeah. Oh my god, the like three hundred thousand dollar yes. mattress, As like the seen Oprah mattress, on Emily in Paris. Yes, she, I lied yes. in one once. And and I just I needed, but I was I was not alone because like the publicist was like staring staring over me, <laughs> so I couldn't I couldn't get the real feeling of like is this what you know a millionaire sleep is like? So I don't really know if I liked it. It was okay, fun, yes. you know. Jess, yeah. then you need to get the booties. You need to get the Hastings mm. booties. Oh, I have They're, the booties. I have the okay, booties. okay, okay. The, you know the booties are good. The booties are good. But uh, yeah, like I guess if the. Clouds. Yeah, I guess if that's what the booties are like on the bo- yeah, then it's probably really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have that concierge service where they'll like they'll come and they'll flip your mattress every oh, six months. That. It's like the bougiest thing ever. But we were we recorded with him there, and I just thought that that's it smart. was a really interesting job to have. But also, he taught us so much about like sleep habits. What's a myth? You know, he talked a lot about melatonin, which everybody I know takes melatonin to go to sleep and. Um, you know, his, his discussion on that was really interesting. I would have to say though, my second, actually it's not a second favorite. It's like right up there with Dr. Bruce is, um, Amanda Montel. She's a former beauty editor. She is a linguist, um, and also an author. She wrote the book Word Slut. Uh, Mm -hmm. and we had her on, we know her, we would go to events with her and, um, we, you know, remember when she, took a little hiatus from her job and wrote her book. And her episode's called, um, Is the Beauty Industry a Cult? <laughs> and she she's actually writing a book right now about cults. And she talks about the language of beauty and how a lot of the things that mar- you know people use for marketing are very cult-like um, and, and how that, you know, makes us feel as beauty consumers, beauty editors, et cetera. And people actually find us most often through that episode. It's like the gateway Mm. drug into Los Angeles. Are those people like beauty fans or are they coming from a different sort of entryway? Because those people don't seem like they would be like looking for the next 
limp pl- lip plumper. Well, it's, you know, it's interesting because I think we try to take a like a, a unique approach to like what beauty is. And so within that episode, like we don't just talk about the linguists, you know, uh, linguistic approach of beauty, but like we talk about like some of our favorite products and kind of get into like sciencey elements as well. And I think mm-hmm. that's what brings in like the diehard beauty enthusiasts because they're like, oh, okay, I'm getting, you know, this beauty recommendation with, you know, a little drizzle of like, oh, okay, I learned something new about <laughs> right, know, what right. the words I'm using on a daily basis. Right. So yeah, those I think those are probably our top two faves. Interesting. Really it's, interesting. It's funny that you said that thing about linguists. Like we sit out here in New York and we have this vision of the West Coast as this like all about self-care and this slower lifestyle and, you know, lots of beauty treatments and things like that. You live there. Are we being too simplistic? Like, is there even a California aesthetic? I think there is, but I think that everyone, like, lumps us together with, like, the Gwyneth Paltrow goop lifestyle. And, like, that is, like, L.A., California aesthetic when, like, obviously we're a little bit more complex than that. Um, I do think that, like, you know— this is what I hear from my friends who have, you know, who live in New York, who've moved from New York to LA is that, you know, just because, you know, the beach is right there, the sun is shining, our weather, you know, like it's like 75 degrees all week this week. Like we're spending more time outdoors. We probably are spending more time, you know, self-care or caring for ourselves, you know, working out outside or meditating. There's a green juice bar on every corner. So in that aspect, yes. Um, but I, I don't know if this was, I don't know if you asked this, but it was on the question list about like the West Coast aesthetic. Like, I think that there are so many different aesthetics, right? Like there is that like yeah. natural sun-kissed, you know, my hair is beachy waves because I went surfing this morning, um, aesthetic. And then there's like the Hollywood glam, you know, I have my regular Bobo appointments and yeah, Beverly Hills, the Beverly Hills aesthetic. I've never heard that. Did you just say Bobo? You've never heard of Bobo? Kirby calls it Bobo all the time. (laughs) That's I call it Bobo. Bobo is my term that I have, that I say, I, you know, oh, I got to go. Is it, you need to uh, trademark that if it is. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I heard like, (laughs) wait, but Botox. I thought I meant like bougie, but what does it mean? Oh, Botox. Botox. Oh, your Bobo. Oh my God. In my head, I was like, oh yeah, bougie, Bobo. Go get your stuff done. <laughs> Bobo. Hey, I, hey, I'm going to use it interchangeably now for both. Yeah. But okay. I agree with Sarah. I think it's like, there's this vision of what the California, Los Angeles aesthetic is, but there's mm-hmm. so many different elements to it. There's that beachy aesthetic, the goop aesthetic, and then there's that like Beverly Hills, like out of control filler, Kardashian, Calabasas lifestyle. Um and I don't know, like, where I particularly, I mean, I'm definitely consider myself glam. I love a glam look. She but- has a full sparkle headband <laughs> on, guys. And liner. Yeah. You are glam. You Hello. brought the glam for us. I, I like do, it. I do love glam. But I am a good old girl from Texas, right? So <laughs> I try to like— I know. We just skipped over the rest of the country. We're like, we got New, New yeah. York and L.A. <laughs> Clearly, we have global listeners and people in the center of the country, but we had you on. That's why I wanted to ask Totally, about it, you know? totally, totally. Yeah, I guess it's like when people say like, like a New York girl, and it's like, well, there's like Brooklyn, and there's like all different parts of Brooklyn. And then there's like Upper East Side, there's like downtown. You know, yeah. it's like you can't just be like New York. Like, what does that even mean? Totally. Tours. That's yeah. same with here. We have like the Silver Lake, the Silver Lake girl versus the like Santa Monica <laughs> girl and the Valley, right? The, the Valley girl. Oh there's, my God, yeah. the Valley girl. <laughs> Oh, yes, of course. Um, Going back to something you said about that linguist, I I just want to bring this back up um, about feeling bad about yourself with beauty and how like beauty has this like cult-like thing going on. Have either of you ever felt that the, we're just going to call it the beauty industrial complex. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what else (laughs) to call it. so lightly. We're just going to call it that. (laughs) When I was coming up with this question. We'll just call it that, guys. Just call it that. (laughs) You know what I mean. Absolutely. Let's be frank, selling us things that we might not necessarily need. Speak totally. for yourself, I mean, Jen. <laughs> has, has, listen, everybody who's listening to this podcast, 
clearly likes beauty and buys some of these things. But I think a lot of people outside of our world think all we're trying to do is consumerism and sell people more stuff. Has the has the beauty world made you guys ever feel bad about yourself? Yes, but I think that I feel like it did more before I started working in it. Like before I really understood. Mm. Um, and I also think that doing what we all do and trying all of the different products, we're really learning and realizing that we really don't need a lot of them, right? (laughs) Um, And honestly, like, I feel like although I have like a pretty good skincare regimen, it's also a lot more streamlined than it's ever been. And like, you know, or like, I know that I don't need to, you know, exfoliate as much as I was like, three or four years ago or whatever. Or maybe not three or four years ago, like two years ago. Shit was out of control. <laughs> right? I feel like for the last four years, the number of lines launching, the number of products you need, the K-Beauty is that like, oh my gosh. Same with us. Jess and I have been pairing back as well. Continue. Right. Like, Leave your skin alone. Exactly. Leave it alone. Uh, Leave it alone. That's what I yeah. feel like we've all learned. And um, also I feel like now the industry is really, you know, encouraging us to celebrate our unique th- uniqueness, right? Um, and before, you know, we were only seeing a certain type of model and, you know, obviously like it was a lot of blonde hair, long, lean, skinny, white, um, and it's just not like that anymore. And so, um, yeah, I was thinking, I felt like it was a really interesting, interesting question when you, you, you asked it because I, you would think that like working in it, we would just be so consumed by it. And we are, um, but I, I don't think I hate myself as <laughs> any more than I did like before. <laughs> or like, I'm, oh, wow. it got I'm, I'm not like, you know, looking at my pores the way that I was before, you know? And like, yeah. I'm not- But Kirby, Kirby, you, you understand why we asked, right? Wait, but I, I, I have to totally. jump in. Do you think that's also Sarah, before you answer Kirby, do, Sarah, don't you think that might also just be age? Thousand percent age. That like when I turned like thirty, I was like, oh yeah, I don't care. Also, I don't care what you think. <laughs> you know, I tell all of my. I don't even have that. I, I was like, I tell all of my younger friends. <laughs> I don't even have younger friends anymore. Um, but like, you know, it's like, oh my god, when I turned thirty, it was like the best thing ever, right? Like you, you enter this new phase where you just like feel more confident. You know. Um, you you are you know who you are and yeah it's and then there's this whole new you know phase of like motherhood that I'm experiencing too um, that I feel like has has changed my perspective as well so it's crazy totally I um I totally agree with Sarah I think initially I did have this you know game I would play in my head, like, okay, I I feel like I'm trying to help people in this job, like sift through all the BS and figure out what's best for them and what's worth it and, and you know, uh, how to move forward with your routine. But then am I a part of the problem because I'm constantly recommending products? Right, like, right. How, do, how do you juggle and, and, you know, keep that even keeled? And, you know, like consumerism is just a part of this country. Like, I'm not saying it's right, but Sarah and I have often said on the podcast, listen, if we're giving a product recommendation, it's in the event that like you need a new product, you're in the market for a vitamin C, all of your other serums are done and you're ready to go forward. Maybe try this out and see how it goes. It's not, you need to add this to your routine uh, and, and, you know, stockpile product to feel better about yourself. I like that. You know, like that's kind of how we come at it. And um, for me personally, like I I feel like I'm constantly, you know, trying not to compare myself to people on Instagram. It's incredibly difficult. I think everyone has those moments where you're like, okay, am I supposed to look completely poreless and airbrushed? And like, why are, why does my mouth turn downwards? Or like, why do my eyes turn downwards? Why don't I have these like fox brows like the models do? Um, but like Jen, you brought up like being older and knowing who you are and just not caring about anything else. It puts everything in perspective. And I, I remember being younger and not being able to leave the house without makeup. Like it was like a crutch and it was because I didn't feel valuable without it. And now I don't, I don't care. Like 
I feel put together and great when I wear makeup, but I also put, feel put together and great when mm-hmm. I don't have any on. So it just kind of comes with age, I think. Yeah. I want to know yeah. what your guys' answers are to this question. Yeah. I I don't know, but I think the age thing is interesting because it's coinciding with a, a reconciling in the industry as a whole this year as I've gotten older. So I can't tell, is the industry changing or am I changing? Because I see so many more positive things this year that have made me so happy to be part of the beauty world. Whereas I used to be embarrassed when I talked to like feminist friends like oh. 10 years ago. I write about lipstick. Like it, it, I was embarrassed mm-hmm. when I shouldn't have been. But, totally. Yeah. Um, do I feel... It just has the. I'm looking at the question again. Has the beauty? <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I really wrote a loaded one there, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, I'm just. La- I don't know. I'm just laughing at beauty industrial complex. I picture myself going into this like cartoon building that says beauty industrial compacts, but with like smoke coming out of it and like, <laughs> like do not cross, like you know, like 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 you know, confidential, you know, like barbed yes. wire. Yes. Um, I. I think anyone with like eyeballs like has been, you know, has felt like, you know, oh, they're not thin enough or pretty enough or, you know, like anyone feels badly if they look at somebody like I, I just don't think there's any person who's immune to like having seen an image and being like, oh, God, like I really wish that like I were a little bit X, Y or Z. It's a good question, Jen. It's kind of my job. (laughs) As as a member of the beauty industrial complex. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey Love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honey Love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara.
Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there. When I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Allo Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. self-care, shall we? Speaking of uh, feeling good about yourself. So what does a day of that look like for both of you? Sarah, you're a new mom. What's self-care like Okay, Well, self-care is zero right now. (laughs) Self-care is, I tell this to Kirby all the time. I'm like, self-care is when I like, I'm able to brush my teeth before noon and wash my face before noon. Um, but yes, winning. (laughs) Yes. Or brush my, (laughs) but like I, so right now it's, for me, I'm just like taking it day by day. And if I can just have like a nice shower and, um, it's like such a treat when like yesterday I went to, was it yesterday or two days ago, I went to get a haircut, um, from on Cotran and to have that hour of, you know, someone massaging my scalp and, you know, uh, blow drying my hair and curling it was like amazing. And that to me, like just taking that that time. Also because I miss someone's touch on my scalp and my face, <laughs> just my body. This whole year, I feel like, you know, we've all probably, well, you know, out here in LA, like I feel like Kirby and I were getting facials every like two to four weeks, <laughs> like such a brat from all the different events. And then all of a sudden, because of COVID, it just stopped. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's just like, even if it's now like, this sounds so LA too, but I love working out. And if I can like take time to just take a walk or like go on my freaking Peloton bike for 20 minutes, like to me that just to take that time for myself is everything. So. Yeah. Um, I would say Peloton Cody Rigsby is my self-care. He is a Peloton instructor. He is okay. the male version of me. He is. Um, loves Britney Spears and Disney. And this man from the South. enriches my life. I have a boyfriend, by the way, who also enriches my life. But Cody Rigsby really is <laughs> high great up there aim. for me. I know. That's so Cody, sweet of you to listening. remember Patrick and shout out Patrick. <laughs> Yay, Patrick. Um, self-care for me is watching a lot of ASMR and massage videos on YouTube. My mm. relaxation is doing my skincare routine and like giving myself a lymphatic drainage facial, quote unquote, mm, really just nice. with the face massage, doing the gua sha, getting all in there, especially my neck. Like, I, f- I feel like I have a linebacker neck because I'm constantly like this. So it's like anything I can do to just really stretch it neck. out. Yeah. Um, I watch a lot of Shiatsu Shane on YouTube. Look him up. He does these silent massage videos and his hands, like he puts a mic on top of the bed of the person he's massaging. So you can hear the like sliding of the hand. Jess is massaging her neck right now as you speak about it. No, because I I need it. My neck, if just touching it, is really tender and painful to the touch. So it I think hurts. I need that. Yet hurt. This kills. Yes. So wait, Kirby, so though, I is watch it him. like 
Is it torture though to watch the videos and not have someone doing it to you? I thought that might be the case, but actually it puts me in the state of Zen. It's like why ASMR is so popular because it makes you feel like you're getting the experience just by hearing the sounds and seeing the visuals. So mm, um, mirror I, neurons. Yes. Strong. Yes. So <laughs> I I love Shiatsu Shane. It's Blitz is like one of the biggest ASMR creators. She's you never see her face. You just like see her beautiful body neck down. And she does these like scalp massages, neck massages, hand massages. And then I also watch, um, she's actually one of my friends. Her username is jdwady180. She has a series called Complexions by Jade. She does these amazing, probably two and a half hour facials on her clients, but then the video is maybe like 15 minutes. And <laughs> Jess it- and I just made the same face. Jess, were you thinking two and a half hours is too much or sounds amazing? I was thinking, who has two and a half hours? No offense, <laughs> Jade, no offense, Jady Wady, but who are these people with two and a half hours to sit in a facial plus travel time? True. It's literally, I think, the most decadent experience. She does like this whole like meditative state where she gives you like a full body massage while there's an LED lamp. Okay, okay. She's also like super stunning. She looks like just a doll, like just this beautiful, like perfect face. So like watching her do it, I've watched it now because Kirby has talked about it so much. Is yeah, is like ASMR. You're like, oh my god. Does she like clean up when she leaves? I'm picturing her coming to my house and then she <laughs> yeah. like throws in a load of laundry and then she bounces. <laughs> She's like, bye. I'm here yeah. to do it all for you. But that's my self-care. My self-care is watching these videos and just completely relaxing and pretending like I'm being touched by another human being. I like Aww. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So can we get to sorry I just got like so I was thinking about JD baby and then I like lost my train of thought all right let's talk 2021 let's look ahead all right what are you girls hoping to accomplish oh my god I don't personally, know personally it could be personal it could be professional just let's think about the year ahead I mean for me I just am learning to balance everything and uh Jess, if you have any suggestions. Um, No, and then also just like still doing everything amidst COVID. I feel like that is still, you know, very much um, uh, present in all of our lives, right? And like Kirby and I, I don't know, you guys, did you guys used to record together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like we haven't recorded together in so long. It's like so sad. Um, so just like, yeah, um, trying to go with the flow of everything and and really just um, making more time for myself again, just a little bit more time. And I'm sure that, yeah, that'll happen eventually. Um, but yeah, it's really low bar, setting the bar very low for myself. No, those are important things to accomplish. Yeah. Kirby, what about you? I am a Capricorn, so I'm very focused on like professional life. So when you say personal life, I'm like, nope, doesn't matter. Like, let's just focus on work, (laughs) which is probably a bad thing. You can, I did, I did not say personal life. And that is telling that you thought I did. (laughs) Oh, damn. Okay. I thought you said said personal life. No, I I said, I said personal. No, I said, I said personal or professional. Okay. 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 So So tell us professional then. I really want Los Angeles to get to a point where we are becoming more interactive with the people that listen to us. It's just Sarah and I, we don't have anybody like really taking the lead on like our social um, or like, you know, how we interact with brands. Um, You know, I, I want the, you know, Los Angeles cinematic universe to expand and I want it to be an exciting destination for people. So I think 2021 will be like figuring out, okay, do we like, should we hire somebody? Like, how do we get into a consistent schedule with not, I mean, the podcast uploads are consistent, but like socially, are we having a story or a post going up every day? Our website, we want more people to contribute to that. So I think like that's the ultimate goal for me right now. It's just getting Los Angeles to to like a good, you know, point. It's a great name, Los Angeles. Thank you. Sarah came up with it. It's awesome. Okay, what about beauty resolutions for next year? This is like an annoying question that people ask beauty editors that you'd think another beauty editor or journalist would not ask you, but I'm going to. No, it's great. (laughs) Um, Kirby, do you want to go? You want me to go? My beauty resolution 
is to stop. This is like very cliche. I'm going to stop judging myself when I look in the mirror because it happens. I don't think, you know, people like to admit it, but it's something that we all do, like Jess had mentioned earlier. And I mean, I think especially when COVID, you know, came into play and everybody was in lockdown here in Los Angeles, like I was just spending so much time like looking, like not wearing makeup and then looking at myself and being like, okay, like what's wrong with me? What should I get fixed? Should I be doing this, that, or the other thing? And it like took a toll on me mentally. Like you can't constantly say those things to yourself on a daily basis and then not start to believe them in some Mm -hmm. aspect. I think part of um, me not thinking that way or feeling that way is taking time off of social media. So like like that, unfortunately, a lot of my job relies on social media, but I have to like cut down screen time. So that's one of my beauty resolutions. I like that you know that about yourself. Yeah. I like that you're like, no, like this is bad for me. Totally. It has to, it needs to be cut down. So new year, I'm going to give myself some leeway the next couple of weeks, but Come January, I really want to cut back on screen time, not feel like I'm missing out on something by not being on Instagram or Twitter or wherever uh, all day, every day. Um, I feel like especially as like beauty journalists, we constantly feel like we're trying to get as much information as possible and, and know everything that's happening at all times. And it just, it can't, that can't be good just for the human psyche in general. So I'm going to take a step back and just focus on what is important. I love that. I like that. Mine is not as deep as that. (laughs) (laughs) But I really, I really like kind of got vulnerable there, guys. No, I really like that. And I think a lot of people are probably nodding their heads in agreement. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So mine (laughs) is, I feel like I am, you know, so good at skincare. I'm sure we all are. Um, But I feel like I neglect my like body like body care and hair care. Like I, you know, I don't even, sometimes I just like don't even put lotion on at night and I just like fall asleep probably because I'm also really tired. But yeah, taking more time to take care of, you know, everything from the neck down and using all of my, you know, fabulous body serums and really taking the time to, you know, just take care of myself from here down. And then also my hair, Mm -hmm. because when I went to go get a haircut, it had been almost a year exactly since I had gotten my last haircut. And On was laughing at my hair, Kirby. He was saying, (laughs) he was laughing at how witch-like it had become. I have a mean hair, so that's actually on not mean not though. Mean. But I do my and it was mostly no. because I like was like, oh my god, and I'm so embarrassed to show you my hair. And he was like laughing with me, but also at, like at my dead uh, split ends. <laughs> um, so yeah, just like making sure it doesn't get to that point. Um, uh, yeah, that it's really yeah. It's easy. See, guys, beauty journalists—they're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, you want to do the speed round, yeah, Jess? Yeah. Um, let's hit. Let's hit you with the speed mm. round. Okay. So this is. Let's not overthink it. Let's just go. Boom. 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 Ready? Okay. okay. Yep. All right. I'm, Kirby, you're gonna be our. Uh, you're gonna go first. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. So, Bat Mascara Five. What was the first beauty product that you fell in love with? Mario Badescu Rose Water Spray. Mm, that's good. Very Visco girl of you. Um, I don't know if this was the first one, but it's the one that I truly cherished. It was the Wet and Wild. Um, liquid eyeliner. Okay. Who is the celebrity you just knew you'd be best friends with? Kirby. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I love that. Sarah. Oh, I want to be best friends with Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> what? <laughs> but it might not happen. But I think she's too <laughs> cool for me. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that we'd, we'd get along really well. Okay, cool. What's your favorite most indulgent snack? specific. We want brand names or like restaurant names. Indulgent snack. The first thing that popped in my head was puppy chow. The, you take Chex Mix, you melt peanut butter and chocolate and you, and butter, lots of it. And then you coat all of the Chex Mix in this chocolate peanut butter coating. And then you put it in a giant Ziploc bag with powdered sugar shake it around, 
They're also called like muddy buddies in different parts of the country. Who taught you how to do this? Oh, we call it puppy chow in Philly. So in Texas, it's called puppy chow. I learned Mm. this in middle school. It was like the sleepover snack. I could go through this single-handedly, like a giant gallon bag of it in one day. And it's like your 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 fingers are like covered in powdered sugar. That's, yes. I was about to say, this sounds absolutely filthy. Like, yes. like you don't, the remote's going to be real nasty. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay. okay. Bring wipes. <laughs> Sarah. Okay, mine is... Um, top that. I, I can't top that. But what I'm currently craving um, is a mochi donut. Have you guys have, do you guys have mochi donuts in New York? No. What no, is the texture like? Donut. Tell me everything it's about the delicious. texture. It's delicious. It's light and fluffy. It's got that, you know, sticky um, texture of a mochi. So it's a lot, um, it, it's almost, it's not as cake-like as a real donut. Um, so it, you know, it, it just melts in your mouth and they're, they ha- it comes in, you know, different, it's a Hawaiian, Japanese Hawaiian uh, dessert. And so it comes in lots of different fun flavors like taro, and coconut. But the one that I love, um, you can get it at the King's Hawaiian Bakery and it has fruity pebbles on top. So it's almost kind of like the um, uh, milk, uh, what do you call it? Cereal milk flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a cereal milk mochi had a baby in a donut and then it's like warm in your mouth. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. I think these are two of my favorite snacks I've heard for a long time. <laughs> well done, ladies. Yeah, Thank I like you. this. Okay, what's a song that pumps you up? Okay, Sarah, you're actually going to be surprised by my answer. It's not who you think. It's a song by Andrew Gold. It's called Lonely Boy. It's from 1979. And when I hear this song, it's the same guy that wrote the Golden Girls theme song. Oh, okay. So when I hear it, I'll put it on in the morning and I'm like, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. Like I'm <laughs> I living. I not wait to listen to wow. the song. Wow. I am living in a television sitcom. Like if I had a sitcom, that would be the opening credits number. Wow. Okay. I've Amazing, Kirby. Um, <laughs> so I always say that if I had like a song that I was coming out to like to fight in a boxing match. <laughs> yeah. 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 It yeah, would yeah. be um, Mo Money. I'm ready. Mo Money, Mo Problems. Okay. Oh, that's good. Which that's is, good. You guys. Which is like also very Capricorn of me because that's like, yes. you know, where I keep Wait, it. Are you guys both Capricorns? We are. Unfortunately, yes. You've got a both double Capricorn. You get shit done. You get shit done. Wait, what I, are y'all? I'm a Virgo. <gasps> and so we're both, so we're both earth signs. Like you, me, you, the three of yes. us. Yes. Yeah, two of my best friends are Capricorn, are Capricorns and like they're very smart, like get shit done ladies. Jen, what are you? I'm a Libra, but you know, I'm a Libra, but I have so many Virgo-y things I've learned from Jess. But I have to say, I just realized after this question that Jess and Kirby have this thing going on. I feel like Sarah and I have this thing going on. Like, like Jess is the Kirby. I'm the Sarah. The yes. West Coast, East Coast thing is happening even more for me. I'm loving it. I love it. that. Hey, but, but wait a minute. But, but she's a Do Texan. you know what made me think? Is, she's a Texan. I know. But what made me think is that Sarah's mind went to, oh, if I was in a boxing match and I had to come out and get like, that's like exactly what I would say. I've envisioned this many times. <laughs> I've been in zero <laughs> fights in my entire life, but I picture it all Same, the time. But like. Can you yeah. imagine Sarah in a fight? Yeah. I would laugh the whole time. It'd be great. I did kind of laugh there, picturing you like, <laughs> like, like taking the robe off yeah, and like, take, like yeah. the, the water bottle in the mouth, yeah. like the water spray in the mouth. But like, I, you I'd know, have go really you. I love that you want to channel. Very chic <laughs> robe. Yes, totally. The Los Angeles okay. belt. Oh, get it, just get it made in yeah. case. Okay. <laughs> and then what do you want to raise a wand to? What are you obsessed with right now? What are you just feeling hard? It could be anything. Anything. Um, anything. I know that's like really Like not wide. beauty not beauty related? Could, uh, it could be anything. The first thing that came to mind when you said that, having listened to the pod, was a beauty product. Um, and it is not just one, but an entire line. It's the Mario Dodanovic Make It by Mario line. How do you say his last name? I always butcher it. I always do Jess, it. see? It's you. <laughs> <laughs> I have just said Make It by Mario. I feel like that if 
that would work for him. Yeah, everyone yes. knows him by that. <laughs> he, That's what we came to the, the conclusion. Yeah. I think that he did an outstanding job. I think that he did everyone a favor by just saying makeup by Mario. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Thank you, makeup by Mario. But I want to raise a wand to him and his makeup line because it is some of the best makeup. And I anytime it made me excited to wear makeup again, which is oh, that's a, a, a huge hot compliment feat this year. That's really good. Yeah. I like that. Okay, mine is uh this is so mom. But it's like the one product that I just sing its praises um, is the LV uh, wireless pump. <laughs> because <laughs> your breath, my breath pump. <laughs> oh, I was like, is she talking about like oh, a hand phone? sanitizer? <laughs> no. Or like it is. I didn't know what she was talking about. Did you did you use this, Jess? No, I just went straight to the bottle. Oh, you went straight to the bottle. Great, good. For <laughs> yeah, you. we t- we tried we t- we tried we tried for a few hours in the hospital, and then I had the most amazing. Don't worry, we're gonna get back to you in a second. But the most amazing <laughs> lactation, yeah, nurse, whatever the lady, and it was it's a long story. We could talk about it offline another time. But this it was not working, and she goes, "Let's just call it." <gasps> and I was like, "Yep." And yeah. then, guess what? Happy baby, happy yep. me, happy husband. Yeah, man. And my baby is like happy. Isn't she happy, Jen? She. Was, oh, yes, 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 yes. Right, yes. So anyway. She's so God, cute. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Uh, this is not, everybody does what's right. happy for them. Right. But yeah, no. So anyway, just, yeah. Tell us, now tell us about your right. breast pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, do you, what do you like about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hands. <laughs> raise a wand, raise a wand. It's hands free. <laughs> and it, you just stick it in your bra. And you can, you know, do all the things I was, we were recording. Oh, so you're not attached to, you don't like, you're not plugged the to the and- wall. You're not, yeah. And it's so because you're pumping, because I'm pumping, I have to like wake up in the middle of the night to pump. Otherwise, my boobs are just God like, God bless you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I just, Zoe is lucky. I just stick it in my bra, pump for 10 minutes, and then take it out. And that's it. Like I just said that. And I, then I was like, wait. Is that her kid's name? <laughs> yeah, no, it Zoe, is. It right? is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, did you name her after Zoe Kravitz? No, I didn't. But now I'm like, I feel like it sounds like I'm a big Zoe Kravitz stalker fan, which I'm not. But maybe I am. No. <laughs> no, I think. No, I just love no, that name. I think name. that's cool. Yeah. Um, it's a great name. But anyways, if there are any mom-to-be listeners out there who are pumping, get the LV, because I feel like it'll make your life so much easier. Is it LV like like, like Louis Vuitton or is it like L-E? E-L-V-I-E. It truly will make you feel like a robot, like mom, because it has little lights and they're like huge and they just look like you're a fembot, but it really makes things easier, so. (laughs) Okay. Raise the one. That's the first for us. I like it. Yeah. Oh my God, this was so much fun. I could do this for three more hours. I know. Yay! This is good. Guys, thanks Maybe for coming we should on do our this show. next year. At the end of next year. Maybe we'll make it like a yearly thing. Oh my thing. God. Oh my God. Yes. What's going on with the girls of Los Angeles? Yeah, this would be like a so fun. And we're so excited to have y'all on our Yay! pod. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys. Jen. I um, didn't want it to end. I mean, do you, do you feel rusty and dusty having just exited the beauty industrial complex? <laughs> so I don't know what, when I wrote that down, <laughs> it felt like a term that people use. The minute it was coming out of my mouth, I just saw Sarah and Kirby's faces be like, what? It but sounds very women's studies, like 101. It did. it did. But what I love about the two of them, which I, I knew this about them from the podcast, but they were like right there with me. They understand like talking about beauty has so many layers. Yes. No, I'm, te- you know, I'm teasing you, right? Like, I'm, no, but I'm, when you were- I'm when laughing you said- because it's just so funny. I'm, I, I'm like, it's just, I love it. 
I love it. I picture, because then you started talking about it, I would have gone down a whole rabbit hole with you if they were not in line with us about like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like I'm picturing like the big, <laughs> like it's purple. It has towers that like smoke is spewing yes, out yes. of. It's like the beauty industrial how, ma- how many poor girls have been like lost to like, or like the basement of, like in a boiling vat of gloss. Like, where did she go? I don't know. I just sent her to the Ulta for five minutes. And then <laughs> the beauty industrial complex ate her. <laughs> oh my God. Can we make this like a thing? Sure. I don't that'll, know. that'll be my movie that I write. And then I'll yes. sure. Oh my sure. God. Yes. This is this is the camp horror flick that you need to write. Okay, right after I invent my skincare or our fragrance fridge. <laughs> no, this first, this first. This okay, is more this urgent. Part. Oh, my this God. Part. Who's going to oh, star in it? Kirby and Sarah, <laughs> fully. Well, Kirby was giving me, like, J-Law vibes. Yeah, she's great on TV, too. I've seen her, like, you know, all her videos, and, like, she could definitely act in it for me. Definitely, like a Jennifer Lawrence type. Yeah, thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There was something about her that definitely felt like like TV. Yeah. You know? Oh, they were so fun. Okay, and, yeah, that was really fun. So what do you have for Reza Wam? What'd you bring? Oh, okay, so this is a line I've loved forever. It's called Mother Dirt, and I'm raising a wand. Oh, yeah, you like that brand. To the rebrand. So mm. Mother Dirt is one of the few, we've talked about probiotic skincare. It is one of the few, I want to say like one of maybe, maybe there's two or three others, has live um, probiotics in it. This isn't just like dehydrated, like bacteria that they dried up and they put back on and maybe it's soothing. There's like actual probiotics in their skincare. Okay. But it always had this vibe of like, I don't know, you had to refrigerate the face mist because it's a live culture and it felt like bro dudes like made it, you know? Okay, sure. It's it's definitely gender neutral, but it just didn't feel like a beauty product. It felt like, um, because it really isn't. Like the people that use it, you know, it helps with acne and all things like that. So they did a rebrand and they also included a cleanser, which is now the cleanser that I'm using. That does not have the live cultures, but it has other probiotics that I find very, very soothing for my rosacea. And it's a foaming cleanser. So like the cosmetic elegance on the whole thing just like went up a notch and the prices came down. (gasps) That how that is like very rare. That is like like a shooting star beauty product moment. I know. I think it's because uh, people are starting to buy it and get this whole concept of the probiotics, and maybe now they have like bigger numbers they're selling. Who knows? But I like the rebrand they did. There's a moisturizer as well, a foaming cleanser, and then the mist has the live probiotics. So if you have had problematic skin and like tried everything and nothing works, that's not me. I'm just saying if that's you. If you go clean cold turkey and try this line, it like resets your skin. That's kind of what it's known for. So raise a wand to mother dirt. Well done, I love guys. that. I love yeah. that. Okay, I am raising a wand to a a face mask, but a protective face mask. Mm. So the brand, if you are a fragrance fan, maybe you've heard of it. The brand is called Laban, and it just took me a little bit to understand how to say that Laban, and it's spelled A. Sorry, uh, L A U B A H N. It's an independent fragrance brand. I and never knew that's how you said that. Thank Le you. Bon. Yes, Le Bon. Yes, Le And they make scent-infused face masks. And it's not too much. And, and it does gradually fade with time. But they make them with lavender, with pine scent. Um, I really like the French lavender kind. Um, it's very relaxing. And, you know, we live in New York City, Jen and I, where there's just a bevy of smells. Um, I'm not taking the subway <laughs> right now, but I'm sure they'd come in really handy if you are to... Um, You're going to put the face mask on to go down in the subway? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the winter has its own, you know, fr- fragrances um, <laughs> down in the subway. It's seasonal. <laughs> it's seasonal here in NYC. But, um, you know, even d- just when I'm walking around the city, there are lots of different smells. And I feel like this shields me from um, the corona. Oh, my and God. This, shields this whole me time, from... I thought it was a skincare product. You mean oh, No, like I said a... protective. I said protective. Like a PPE. Oh, you I thought said... I meant like protective, like the no. skincare barrier? Yes. And I thought you were wearing like a sheet mask around New York City now. Oh, no. I'm so glad that I... No, no, no. I, this okay. Is a, this... It's like a... 
personal protective. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And they have beautiful fabrics. Like uh, they have like a flannel one that's really Ooh, nice. What a genius idea! I love that. No, I think that you know the woman behind this is so creative. I love that she used her fragrance making skills and put them into you know fighting. Um, you know being a part of the solution here with the pandemic, mm-hmm. but it is really nice to kind of smell. Like winter green smells and I don't know actually if it's te- technically winter green, but you know, like wonderful seasonal smells, but the lavender is really, really a nice one. What um, a good idea. It's really, they're really great. So anyway, um, check them out. It's a really cool brand. Love supporting our indie beauty brands here at FM. Um, so give it a looky, Lou. Okay, we'll put a link on the blog to that yes. and everything else we talked about with the Los Angeles girls. And we'll see you all next week. See ya. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.